All right, it's quitting time. Quitting time highlights people who make things happen in the Lakes area. Today we have one of those people, a business owner. It's Jesse Rutger. He's the owner and chef at Up North's Eat. Up North's Eat. <laughs> Up North Eats. Um, I just did a commercial for Up North something. I don't remember what it was, so sorry about that. We'll leave that in just because it's kind of funny. Uh, but Jesse is joining us today to talk about this. This is someone I've wanted to have on for a long time. I was telling you about that before we started, so I'm happy you're here. How's it going? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to give this a shot. Yes. Right. <laughs> see what happens. See what disasters await. Yeah. Try to keep us on the rails, but right. we'll see what happens. Tell me about Up North Eats. So I started Up North Eats about two years ago, um, and it's a private chef company in the Brainerd Lakes area. We go all the way up to Cross Lake. I've been up to Hackensack, uh, out toward Garrison, so kind of all over, mainly you know Cross Lake and, and Brainerd. But mm-hmm. we do a lot of intimate-type dinners. From I've done anywhere from two people up to about 30. Really? Um, most people are kind of like the 12, 10 to 12 guests, um, but we do everything on site. That kind of sets us apart from... Catering, for example, where you right. can go to a catering company and they make everything there and you they just drop it off hot. Uh, we bring all the ingredients, all the pans. We come to your house or mm-hmm. cabin or rental or whatever it might be and make everything on site. So it's all hot, fresh, and made just for you. And we have a menu to choose from and work with our clients that way. What kind of things are found on that menu then? Oh, man, there's quite a bit. We do do a lot of uh, steak and seafood. You know, most people, if they're going to hire a private chef, they're not having you out there just to cook chicken or anything like that. But we do, uh, you know, we have shrimp and mussels and crab cakes, um, uh, king crab, filet Mm -hmm. mignon, New York, ribeye, all that kind of stuff, walleye, a couple different pastas, stuff like that. Those are for more of our, you know, one-and-done dinner type things. They're up here for bachelorette party or birthday party, something like that. But we also have um, groups that have hired us to come out and do like breakfast, lunch, and dinner for a weekend or a week, corporate events and stuff where they just, they want to wash their hands of the cleaning and cooking and spend time with their family. So our tagline is make memories, not meals. And we want our clients to be out making memories instead of making meals in the kitchen and leave that to us. So I love that. Okay. Make memories, not meals. Yep. Okay. What's your favorite thing to make? Steak and seafood. I, I, Steak's my favorite food. I love to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I talk to people about the best tips to do steak, and they always come back with with great, you know, thankfulness that that they've learned something. So. Okay, all right. So, what what are those tips then, or do we have to pay for those? No, no, I'll give those away for free. <laughs> okay. um, the biggest one that I think you know people don't always use is kosher salt. Um, always use coarse ground kosher salt, and most of the time, if your steak's not flavorful, it's because you're not seasoning it enough. Um, it should look like you held your steak out in a snowstorm. It should look really? pretty sprinkled with salt, and that so that that salt will kind of soak into the meat and give it a really good, good salty flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, kosher salt just seems to have a better flavor than, than iodized, like your regular table salt. Um, and then cook it nice and hot, whether it's a cast iron pan or a grill. Get a good crust on there, and then cook it to whatever doneness you like, and then uh, let it rest. That's another important step. You know, if you ever go to a restaurant, you're hungry, you're eager to eat. If you cut into it right away and you see the, quote, blood on the plate or the juice, um, it's because the steak didn't rest. And all that juice comes out onto the plate where if you let it rest, it goes back into the fibers of the meat and you have a much more juicy steak. So if you cook it for 10 minutes, it rests for five. So it's half the amount of time that you've cooked it for. Bigger cuts like a full tenderloin or prime rib, they will carry over as well. So they'll continue cooking when you take them off the grill. Mm -hmm. So if you like it at like medium rare, get it off a little before medium rare and it'll continue to cook for the seven minutes or so it's on the plate before you cut into it. Wow. Okay. So kosher salt. Yep. Let it rest. Yep. And pepper. Sorry. 
Okay, and pepper. Those are my favorite. I mean, obviously, you can throw you know garlic powder, mm-hmm. onion powder, any of those fancy steak grubs you see. Right. I personally think a little olive oil, salt, and pepper is the best oh. way to have a steak. I'm so with you. That I know that's the the basic American thing, you know, that's mm-hmm. like we don't put anything besides salt and pepper, but that's what I put on everything. So yep. yep, salt and pepper is a, a, I mean, it literally goes on anything I cook, just just about anything. Right. Um, it's As just it so should. important. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yes, it should. It's very important. Yes. Okay, and you've been doing it for two years now. Yep. You're kind of an expert. Did Were you an expert before you started? Sort of. I uh, so I my starting with cooking started back in my senior year of high school or junior year of high school. I went to Elk River and they had a pro start program. I believe mm-hmm. Pillager has one too. Um, and we were one of the first in, in Elk River to compete as students. So we had a kitchen or a cafe, I should say, in, in the high school that students could second semester come actually eat at. Paid cash, um, order from a menu instead of going to the cafeteria. And we'd have burgers, sandwiches. You know, it was like a full size wow. restaurant. Um, and so part of my job was running the back of the house, which is the kitchen. And then my counterpart ran the front of the house, like the servers and stuff like that. And we did a fully operational kitchen. Um, and then going into senior year, we started uh, getting ready for Pro Start, which is a cooking competition for high schoolers. And we went out to Marshall, Minnesota, I believe is where it was that year, and uh, competed. We were the only two-person team in the state. Now I think they've got A teams and B teams. I mean, it's really expanded the program. Um, but we were the only two-person team, and we competed at culinary management or hospitality management. So they kind of throw scenarios at you, and you problem-solve it. Yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, did culinary. So we did, I want to say it was three courses, but it could just be two. I don't remember exactly. It's been a lot of years. Um, Fancy. But we ended up winning first place in both at the state oh, level wow. and then got to go to Charlotte and compete nationally where we uh, won seventh and 14th. In the country. Yes. Yep. Good for you. Yeah, it was really exciting. And then the uh, executive chef at a hotel down in Minneapolis was one of the judges at the state level. He kind of took us under his wing and and helped us get ready for nationals. And then I ended up working for him for three, four years, I think, at a hotel. So we did banquets there. And so that's kind of where I've learned more of the the banquet side of things. But it was a lot of fun. You have such a history in this. Yeah. And then you took a sharp turn and went to a different major and different career choice, but it always just came back to me. So a couple years ago, I was talking to my wife, and I was like, you know, I'm going to give it another shot. So here we are. Right. (laughs) Here we are talking about it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. Man, so you started doing this when you were so young. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know how to turn on a stove (laughs) in high school. You know, there's a lot of older adults that don't know how to do a lot of those things, too. So (laughs) Just the microwave. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Keeps me in business, so. (laughs) Exactly, right. I guess we like that. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. that's a good thing. Exactly. Um, But good for you, man. Thank you. That's exciting. Uh, Two years doing this now. Um, Something I like to ask people that come on here. Usually this is the first question. Uh, Do you have a role model, and who would that be? I would have to say, I mean, professionally, I'd have to say Bobby Flay. I've always loved Bobby Flay. I think he's absolutely incredible with the talent that he can do and compete and all that. And he's obviously got multiple restaurants and a very successful chef. And I've watched him for a, a long, long time. But on a more personal level, I'd, I'd always say my dad. Um, he obviously supported me through all the culinary competitions and stuff like that. And he's just always been there. He was always kind of a tradesman and mm-hmm. did a little of this, little of that growing up and always worked hard to, to support me for him. And we almost lost him last fall to some health issues, oh. but he he bounced back and stronger than ever. So, wow, always a good okay. role model to have. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. He just keeps going. Then. Yep. I like yep. it. He's cool. not giving up. He's got his grandson, so he you know he's got to be around for him. So, mm-hmm. if I say Gordon Ramsay, 
Do people talk about him a lot with you? People ask me if, if I like Gordon Ramsay, and I do, actually. I, uh, you know, with my background and stuff, and I mean, he's a little rough around the edges, I'd say. Right. I don't mind a little honesty, so right. you know, I think he's kind of hilarious to watch. He's obviously a very talented <laughs> chef as well, very successful. Um, you know, some people don't like the way he talks to people, but sometimes people need to hear that and hear the reality, so yeah. I, I like him. I think so, he's good. Yeah. Um, do you ever disagree with him on anything? Do you ever see something you're like, gross? Don't cook it that way, Gordon. No. <laughs> okay, so he's <laughs> yeah, really the yeah, best. I, I do like everything. Yeah, he's, I mean, any chef of that level, and same with like Bobby Flay. I mean, just the it's not even flavors that I would think to put together, but they know what they're doing. They they've done it long enough, and you know, to have the resources to explore with different flavors, um, it's just it's sheer talent mm-hmm. to be able to do that and know that those things are going to go well together, and, and it seems to always work out for him. Right. So you have a background in cooking, uh, and like you said, your life goes back to cooking. Yep. What keeps you going with cooking? Like, what what is it about that draw that keeps you doing it? I just like making people happy. Um, you know, I did it professionally for a while, took a break, and did a whole different career path for quite some time until the last two years when I started Up North Eats, and... Um, it's been a great experience. I wasn't sure how it was going to be received in the area. I wasn't sure how well we were going to do. Right. Um, but every single dinner, people love it. They keep having us back. I've had multiple repeat clients now. We've got great reviews. And um, I've just really liked hearing how happy people are. You know, right. A lot of the people, they're there with family or friends and having a good time, having some drinks. And they don't have to worry about the kitchen. Um, you know, some, of us, some of them bring us in and, and want to watch and ask questions, which is great. Other other people are like, we're going to go over here, you do your thing, and call us when it's ready type thing. Right. So it's just kind of fun to see such a mix of people and, and truly make people happy. I mean, you know, where do you hang out with when you visit family and friends? Nine times out of ten, it's in the kitchen, right? Because right. that's where the food is mm-hmm. and the drinks. And so it just kind of draws people together, and I just really like that. Yeah, being a part of that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Making memories, not making meals. Yep. I love that so much. <laughs> um, what was I going to add? Oh. Do you have any weird stories that you would want to share? Like, has someone ever like hired you to make them a make them toast or something? No, I haven't had anyone that's asked for anything too crazy. I've had some bachelorette parties ask for some specific shaped items for for bachelorettes, <laughs> but um, other than that, no. Most people that order off the menu, I do have some people that have came in for longer periods and aren't looking for so much formal stuff with kids. Um, you know, we just do some grilled food stuff like that for the week. Um, most of the time it's just been fun meeting all the different people from all over the world. I had a group about two weeks ago that flew people in from California and Australia. And so it was just fun to meet people from other countries, even right here in Brainerd Lakes that are visiting. So crazy. Yeah. And I'm sure in big cities, like bigger cities in California or maybe in the twin cities or New York, they pro- this is probably a business that's more common, like what you're doing? Absolutely. I That that was probably my biggest fear of starting the business, is I just wasn't sure if it was going to be received right. up here. Um, and there are limitations for being up here due to that. You know, right. the big cities have a lot more resources. They've got grocery stores that can get all sorts of wild and crazy things. You know, we're in landlocked Minnesota, <laughs> let alone Brainerd. You know, the Cub Foods and Costco's and, you know, all the grocery stores in town can't always get some of the, the wild stuff so you get to be creative right. you know at least we have a couple staples Maury's stuff like that yeah um, that's a little limiting but that's been the biggest challenge is just letting people know that this type of service actually is available here and mm-hmm. most of my clients do come from bigger cities and that's probably why right they, they've, they've they known it's about at home so hey I'm gonna look and see if it's something that we can do up there too mm-hmm 
Awesome. Yeah, I like that. Um, well, it just kind of obviously the lakes area is growing, mm-hmm. people wise. But I like seeing the growth in some of the businesses that are being started in here. For sure. Like yours. Yep. So it's, it's, it's exciting. It's such, I mean, you, like any city, we have our chains and, and stuff like that, but there's just so many mom and pop type businesses up here and it is exciting to see them grow. You know, people have built their livelihoods on these businesses and now even more businesses coming in to support their business and their families and it, it is really exciting. Yeah. Super cool. So is there a season that you get more clients summer hands down okay yeah i mean everyone's up here in the summer it's cabin life you know especially like memorial day to labor day um we do get stuff in the winter for sure Mm -hmm. random birthdays you know stuff like that holiday parties we've had stuff over you know near new year's or christmas stuff like that that's gotta be huge definitely yeah definitely the the weekends in the summer are hands down (laughs) the busiest so i can't believe i have you here then Yep. Yeah, I I had a day off, so I thought I'd come chat with you for a little bit. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool then. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even have to pay you to, well, I'll pay you after. <laughs> cool. Um, and I am just so, so you make like fish, you make steak, you make hamburgers, chicken sandwiches, things like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, that... those, so those we usually reserve for when we have a family that's doing like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not looking for filet mignon three meals a day, so we right. do something a little more basic. Um, we try to do some of the more higher-end meals for the evenings just because that's just kind of the level that we want to be at, but we certainly will accommodate, you know, other people's needs for what they want. But right. um, all of our meals we serve family style. Um, I like it because it feels like you're at your house. You're with family, you're with friends. Right. Um, so it's kind of fun to pass that around with people. And, you know, we, we make it look nice and all, all that. But uh, I call it rustic American. We focus more on the flavor than, you know, a Picasso on a plate type thing. <laughs> right. Um, again, that's kind of limited to what we can get up here. So I can't always do those things. But we mm-hmm. will assure you that it will taste good. Right. And, you know, if you ever get the chance to check out our menu on the website, all of it uh, includes a salad two sides entree and dessert for the price on there so it's you know kind of a full full size meal right usually three to four courses and then more if they want to add appetizers or anything like that so what's your website www.upnortheatsllc.com okay not up north meats it's up north meats llc up north eats llc.com eats llc.com yep Got it. So definitely go check that out. See some pricing and things that they have on the menu there. Yeah, we are on social media too. So Instagram, Facebook. Okay, just search the same thing up north. Same thing. Eats. Yep, it's all yep. the same. Cool. Try to keep it universal. Right. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Um, do a lot of people find you online? Do people call you? Like, how do people typically? From what I've gathered from people, it's a lot of Google searching. Right. Um, I do think I've had a few people. Okay. I've definitely had a lot of people follow me on Instagram, and they've can't remember where they came across me if it's just you know a share or something like that but mm-hmm. i think most of my actual clients come from google right um and now it's thankfully i'm uh starting to get a lot more word of mouth um i'm Go trying ahead. to connect with you know anyone that owns an airbnb or vrbo in the area if yes. they want to add this type of service you know reach out to me i'd be happy to provide contact information that then when their clients book their cabin this can go out with their welcome packet and say, hey, you can also try this while you're here. Man, so is that, that that would be awesome. Yeah. So a lot, I should, I mean, I would say a good majority of my clients are staying at rentals, um, whether that's the resorts or VRBO or you know, right. anything like that. So Yeah, it's kind of the new way to go on vacation. Yep, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, of course, then you have a full kitchen to work with. 
Yes. Yep. I need a full kitchen, so we have to do everything on site. So you know, the only only drawback is if someone's up there for the whole weekend. Sometimes the fridge is free, but we usually find some room. But sure. yep, yep. I get the whole kitchen. Can do everything we need from mm-hmm. the time we get there. We go all the way through cleanup, and we'll leave the kitchen just as clean when we leave. So right. Man, would that be cool though if it either came with that. Mm-hmm. Or it just that if they're promoting that, yeah. Because I my mind has been opened up to the world of Airbnbs mm-hmm. just because I'm at the stage in life where people are getting mm-hmm. married, my friends are getting married, yep. and so it's like Airbnb, Airbnb, yeah. um, good options to go, right? And so that would be perfect for that, I think. Yeah, I, I I think it would be. I mean, you know, usually when you. Uh, like book of Airbnb, they send you a packet or something and says, "Hey, this restaurant's here. This bar, then go do this activity." This will just be another page in there that that's something that they can you know reach out. Can't really do it day of or weekend of, but you know right. if you booked enough in advance, you can give me a call. And mm-hmm. actually, I'm doing an event on I think two weeks from now for a guy that I've done four dinners for now. Awesome. He owns an Airbnb on um, connected to Gull. And so he's got my information in there. So I think it's a great way to connect with people. And I know a few clients have reached out that way. Cool. Yeah. If anyone's listening who has a VRBO or an Airbnb, get this person on your (laughs) I I would appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Reach out. Be happy to give you a menu or at least my contact information to pass along your your guests. Yeah. And like you're saying, like, there are people from around the country, around the world. This is a service that they're used to. Mm -hmm. And so it, it... will bring attention to a certain Airbnb. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, it's not something that I think a lot of people think of when they come to, to the Brainerd Lakes area. You know, you're mm-hmm. thinking about being on the lake, but what better way if you're spending all day on the lake or out on the golf course or the spa or what have you, um, you don't have to drive anywhere. You right. get you get to have your own cocktails at your own place. You don't have to worry about getting a cab or driving or packing the kids up or anything right. like that. I've had clients who have even said, hey, the front door's open. Go ahead and get started. We'll be there at this time. Wow. And they can go spend an extra two hours on the lake. They come in, and dinner's ready. So it's a great opportunity. They know exactly what they're having, and it's all set for them when they walk in the door. Right. That is so nice. Mm-hmm. Have you done a lot of work at resorts? Is that a thing, really? Not many. I've had a few clients that have reached out, um, and I have done a few dinners there, but most of them have been more private Airbnb VRBOs. I'm right. certainly not against it, though. Right. And most of those resorts have beautiful cabins with kitchens, and right. we're happy to go there, too. So Yeah, and they're huge. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And a lot, of, a lot of the people that visit up here, if it's not just for a long weekend, it's sometimes for a whole week, and they want to try to... You know, it's not that they don't want to eat at the resort or don't want to eat at this restaurant. It's like, well, we did that. Let's do something else. You know, you want to switch it up and try everything this area has to offer. So, right. so how big is your team? Me, myself, and I. <laughs> for really? The, for the most part. I shouldn't. Oh. Not not entirely. Uh, I am the only chef right now, so I do all of the behind the scenes, the paperwork and all that fun stuff. Um, wow. I do all the shopping and all the cooking. And then my wife will help me sometimes. Usually, if it's any party over eight, I typically try to have a server or someone helping me. Right. Uh, helps with dishes and kind of some of the prep work and stuff. So mm. my wife has helped me a few times. I also got a couple friends in town that have that have helped as well. So, right. yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. a small team. It's a very intimate thing, but right. it's been fun. <laughs> right. I did not know this whole time I pictured a team. Maybe someday. I know <laughs> right. uh, my wife and I have talked. You know, we've thought about. Maybe we should get into like a small wedding venue type thing where we can get a commercial kitchen and do some more also traditional catering and event. I don't think I would ever stop doing the private chef stuff. Right. Um, 
but you know, there's there's time and a place that you just want catering. You don't need a private chef, but you do need right. catered food. So yeah. that you need a commercial kitchen for. So we're hoping someday to maybe at least get to the point of of having a commercial kitchen that we can use from time to time and right. grow that way. And then we'd probably have a team. Right. Yes. Um, maybe like wedding rehearsals type of thing. Is that what you're saying? Or yep. Yes. I can't. Themselves? I can't quite do big weddings yet. Um, you know, again, everything's got to be on site, so it really kind of depends on on what your place can accommodate. I know there's a few cabins and people uh, in the area that I've reached out to and spoke to, and they've had smaller intimate weddings at their house with you know 20 people, 25. If your kitchen can handle it and you're allowed to have the wedding there, I'm more than happy to come out and, and do that for you. Mm-hmm. But most people have weddings that are 70, 80, 100 plus, 200. Um, and we just can't do that out of a, a normal residential kitchen. It's just not feasible. So, right. um, But, yeah, grooms dinners, um, exactly. rehearsals, bachelor, bachelorette, any of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Super cool. All right. That blew my mind. <laughs> so, of course, upnortheatsllc.com. Yep. And search Up North Eats on social media. Yep. Any other websites, podcasts you have? No, just uh, just the website, Facebook, and Instagram. Okay. Reach out, get some catering. Yeah. Contact us. Let us know. I'd be happy to talk you through an event, and we can find a meal for you, and or just happy to talk to you anyway. If you have right. an Airbnb or Connect, let's let's chat. Yes. Yeah. Again, anyone who has an Airbnb. <laughs> This is going to add a lot to it. So I I think it would be a great thing for an option for clients anyway, or guests. Exactly. Right. Well, Jesse, thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it. We'll have to have you on again in the future when you start catering. Yes. Yep. (laughs) Uh, We'll keep you posted on our growth. (laughs) Sounds good. Okay. (laughs) Thank Thank you. you.